Hey, how you doing? This is Tony. Welcome to Finding Subjects Podcast. Happy Pi Day. Happy Pi Day to you. Happy Pi Day to you. Happy Pi Day, dear everybody. Every math geek in the world. Happy Pi Day to you. What's Pi? Want to know what Pi is? P.I. we're talking about here. Not the apple, cherry, peach... Uh, all that pumpkin stuff that I'm obsessed with, spelled out as PI, is a mathematical constant that is the ratio of a circle's circumference to its diameter, approximately equal to 3.14159 or 3.1416, as we used to round it out. The number pi appears in many formulae across mathematics and physics. It is an irrational number. You're so irrational. What the heck? Did you get it? meaning that it cannot be expressed exactly as a ratio of two integers, although fractions such as 22 over 7 are commonly used to approximate it. Consequently, its decimal representation never ends. It goes on and on and on, nor enters a permanently repeating pattern. It is a transcendental number. Um, meaning that it cannot be a solution of an equation involving only sums, products, powers, and integers. So there you go. You learned something today. Speaking of pie, let's speak about the real pie. I love pie. I love cherry pie, apple pie, apple peaches, pumpkin pie. Remember that song? Cherry's not in there, but I love that too. Uh, so it's a pie day. How's everybody doing? Talking about change today. Talking about a lot of different things. About the change, talking about the change, well, I had to change. I had to change my evil ways of eating too much pie. Anytime I'd see a hot, warm peach pie, I'd dive right in. A little vanilla ice cream in there. Oh, my God. Like, I go up to uh, Shady Maple up there in Amish land. It's a, a buffet, an all-you-can-eat buffet. It's like 23 bucks on a weekday, and I go right for it. I dive right in head first, right into the cherry cobbler, the peach cobbler, the apple cobbler, or the cherry pie, the apple pie, the peach pie with the vanilla ice cream on top. But I had a change, and the change is going to do me good. So I'm giving up the pie, folks. Not the 3.1416, but the PIE. And that's how I'm going to roll. For now, <laughs> we're talking to somebody about change the other day, about how we change in life, about how we learn from different mistakes in different life circumstances. Uh, There's going to be a short episode today just about this. We have our uh, big episode we'll record tomorrow night with Bob and Bink, and that'll be Thursday. That'll basically be a St. Patrick's Day Irish type of uh, show. We're going to have a lot of fun, play a lot of music, uh, talk about a lot of different Irish bands, famous Irish people, Irish foods. Uh, just really going to embrace our ancestry. I think Bank and myself are the only Irish there. I don't think Bob has any Irish. But this is the beautiful thing about St. Patrick's Day. Everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. So what's it matter? So we can call him Bob Mc, McGroon or something like that. It'll work. We'll make it work. Anyway, change. I don't deal with change well. I don't know how you deal with change. Uh, it's funny. I was thinking of the song... Uh, Dust in the Wind by Kansas. Uh, nothing lasts forever but the earth and sky. That's not true either. 
That's that's changing. That's ever changing, right? The ozone layer is changing. The Earth is always eroding and different flood zones. It's 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 constantly in change, constantly in flux. As is our life. I don't like change. As I said, I like stability. I like pattern. I like to know what's next. But simultaneously, that can get old as well. You know, if it weren't for change, then maybe we would grow bored. Maybe our lives would never progress, right? Some people will say, well, they can also digress. Uh, I like progress instead of uh, digressing and going backwards with something. So change is really subjective. It's about what we think change is and what it should be and what it could be. Right now, I'm going through some change in regards to finding different doctors. Found the doctors, um, younger doctors. When I and, and that's a funny thing. Uh, the one doctor, my new gastro guy, says, you know, he's about my age, and I maybe a little younger. And I looked at, him, I said, "How you gonna be around?" I just met this guy, right? I said, "You gonna be around a while?" <laughs> he just kind of like looks up from his computer and looks over at me, like, "What?" I said, you know, he goes, I know what you're talking about. He goes, yeah. He goes, I'm not planning on going anywhere, you know, uh, either voluntary or voluntarily or, you know, un, you know, against my choice. However, he goes, yeah, I'll be around. He goes, but I know what you're talking about. I said, yeah. I said, this is just, it's you. And now I got to get a, a new cardiologist. And he's like, what I should, what, what I should do is write up these rules. He says, when you turn 55, start looking for a doctor that's about 30 or 35 years old. Because, because what happens is you get older in life, typically your doctors are a little bit older than you. And then this really weird thing happens. And it's happening to me right now. It's happening to my friends. It may be happening to you, and you'll get what I'm talking about. You'll go see a new doctor. And suddenly this young kid walks through the door. Hi, I'm Dr. So-and-so. And I'm like, yeah, you look younger than my kids. <laughs> because they are. Or they're the same age or just a few years older. It's where we're at in life, man. It's weird. And for you folks that are younger, you don't get this. You just watch and see. You're set in your life right now, and you're going to get into, if you have kids, you're going to get into the Groundhog Day years. The Groundhog Day years are you're taking the kids to school. First, it starts out with you know probably preschool, then kindergarten, then first through eighth grade or however your school does that. And then suddenly they're going to middle school. Maybe that's what they did. First to sixth and then seventh, eighth, ninth is middle school. And then you're in the high school. And then suddenly, you know, you're either done picking them up and taking them to and from school. And guess what? Ten years have gone. Now, you're not really thinking about it because you're still kind of feeling the same, but you're feeling a little bit achy maybe when you're getting up out of the bed in the morning and you suddenly you need a little cheater readers, you know, to see, you know, and maybe you're closing in on the 30s and into uh, close to 40. 40, you go blind. 40, you need 10 pair of readers all over the house. And then you can't find them either. They get either lost in the couch or whatever, you, and you go to Walmart or wherever the box stores and you buy another 10 pack. And suddenly you find them all one day. You got like 25, 30 pair of readers and you still can't find them. Um, then your kids, you're starting to see less of them. Hey, I'm going out, going out. Where are you going? I'm going over to friends' houses. We're going to all hang out there. We're going to, and then, you know, we're going to do something this and we're going to do the movies, whatever. And suddenly you start seeing them. You're, wait a minute. Like that was my whole life for 10, 15 years. And then suddenly you find yourself with your time again a few years, years later on when maybe they go to college or uh, they're working or uh, possibly moved out, which is uh, a little seldom any day anymore because kids aren't being able to afford to move out because things are so expensive. So this change happens, and that change happens slowly where you find yourself with your life once again. 
Um, what are you going to do? What's your purpose? What have you done in the last 20 years? Um, what are your goals? What happened? Like, how did this change occur? Well, that was just a natural progression of several people's lives intertwined together as a family where you were a pivotal part of, you know, helping them run their lives and learn how to be uh, able to live their own lives and take care of themselves. And suddenly it's snowing, by the way, it just started, which here in Philadelphia is like a rare sight anymore. We've become the new Virginia, like Southern Virginia. We don't get snow anymore. People will say, you know, you're wrong. No, I'm telling you. Like, it's just like a little snow flurries. We'll see what happens. But anyway, change. Like this, change. The weather has changed around here. Now, it's a blip, right, in compared to time. It's a speck. You know, what is normal? What is uh, what is routine? They can only say maybe the past 150 years in regards to weather. That's how long they've been documenting it. This might be typical. Maybe it's sunny here and uh, 70 all year round. We just don't know that for the past, you know, 10,000 years or so. It's been different. Maybe it's changing. And who knows? But everything, I guarantee you, changes. And so how do we deal with that? How do I deal with the change of the comfort that I had of having my cardiologist, all my weird idiosyncrasies and how I get all fired up mentally in regards to like control and, and worry? Because you're dealing with a vital organ, right? When you're talking about the heart and they have hypotheses, they have numbers and charts and you're really trusting people with your life. And people can say, ah, this is going to be good and this is going to be good. And in the back of your mind, if you have in mind, if you think at all for yourself whatsoever, you're going to say to yourself, yeah, but what if you're wrong, young smarty pants? And that is where trust comes in. And I kind of equate that to the same type of the same level of trust that I have to utilize in regards to my faith. Now, my faith trust, that's a little bit different. That's that's a total surrendering of everything to God. But simultaneously, I kind of have to do that with my doctors as well. You, you know, this is a level of trust that look, things change. I'm older now. Now here comes a new fresh mind, the first in 27 years. I got to trust these people. Their job in life is to extend my life, is to give me quality of life. They work for me. They're going to do the best for me. And in that sentence that I just said, you are surrendering your control, which is a hard thing for me, and that's that change thing. You're trusting somebody. You're trusting that they're going to make the right decisions for you. And then you start questioning, they're so young. What kind of experience do they have? What do they know? What do they know about me? And you really got to have trust. And so that's where I am right now, switching my trust from one cardiologist to another, to understanding what they're saying to me, understanding that what they, uh, their level of care for me is going to stay the same, if not maybe even more. It's fresh eyes looking at your case. It's new ideas, affirmation that you're on the right course, you're stable, you're doing what you're supposed to be doing, all is good, 
relax. It's going to be okay. You trust in people. Things in your life, you're trusting if you're a young kid that your parents are going to be there for you. They're going to provide for you. You're trusting that your teachers are going to educate you, teaching you things that you're going to not only learn about different subjects, but between the lines, maybe you're learning about how to deal with life as well. For me as a coach, you know, a hockey coach, I learned my hockey from the book smarts, from the videos, from the experts, befriending them, professionals, and learning that way and from playing. But simultaneously, I felt there was a different level that I had to be doing something different within that coaching. And that was teaching these young minds uh, about life, about change, about going into situations that you're not comfortable with. Um, you might see the odds playing differently against your favor, in your favor. You're looking at people. You're looking at situations in a game. It's much more, much more than a hockey game because there's little individual battles going out on the ice all night long all day long, whatever the case may be, all game long. There are one-on-ones if you're fighting for a puck. There are five-on-fives if you're playing even as a team. It comes down to your individual skills. It comes down to your physical abilities. It comes down to your mental preparedness. All of that equates to life as well. And you can just take all of that, boom, bring it on over. You go out in life, you have a problem. Could be a work problem. How do you conquer that problem? How do you get through this problem? You got to lose weight. You're not feeling good about yourself. You have this overwhelming sense of doubt about who you are in life and what you're capable of. And this little voice, the repeating loop inside your head tells you you're not good enough. You're not, you know, capable. You're not worthy. And that's where you insert the word change. You've got to change that dialogue. You have to work towards that change. You have to implement that change. You can't just say, okay, today I'm going to change. And then you go about everything you're doing, as you always have. Change takes work. Change takes implementation. If you don't like something about your life or what's going on in your life, or if you have a problem, if you just sit back and hope the problem's going to go away, be it with a person, with life, whatever, insert whatever you need to. It's the same thing if a player came up to me and said, you know, coach, it's not working, man. Like, I just can't figure out how to cover this guy. And then we would break it down. I said, listen, you know, don't worry that this dude's been playing for 10 years and he's incredible. Just play your zone. They'll back you, or, you know, your team is going to back you up. Keep them to the outside. Keep it totally simple that way. Look, totally general. He's coming at you, coming down the ice. You're playing left defense. He's coming down the right side. Cheat a little bit to the middle. Keep them to the outside. That's change. That's a change in your game plan. It's a simple thing. But if you're kind of cheating in the middle, he's got to go to the left. You're giving it to him. All right, so that's something that you made him do. He now has to change his plan. He's not going to come rip past you every time and go right down in the slot, right down the middle, and take his shot. Now he's either going to take a shot from that outside, 
or he's going to look for the pass for the outside or wrap the puck around. There's three choices he could do. But now you know that, you talked to the rest of the team, and now you made a change in your plan. And now no matter his limited skill level as a defenseman going against a superb player, that helps out equalize it a bit. You made a change. You implemented change in your in your game plan for life. You would break it down. I would break it down to the simplest things. I'd break it down to a player, and and, and the player would say to me, "Listen, man, I you know, I've had several players pull me. We don't have the skill level to beat these guys." And I said, "You see that person standing over there? Yeah, yeah. He's the leading scorer of the league. He's got two legs, two arms." a body, a head. He's going to have a stick, two gloves, skates, just like you. I know you're an athlete. You may not have hockey skills, but I know you're an athlete. I know you can get from point A to point B as quick as him. Beat him to the puck or get there at the same time. Anticipate what he's going to do. Use your head. And think about what he's going to do. You've been watching him play. You know who this kid is. What's he going to do? That puck is going to go into the corner for everybody. He has to get the puck, just like everybody else has to get the puck. Beat him to it. Yeah, but he's got moves. Well, he's got to get the puck first. Get there when he does and lay him out. It's part of the game. Checking. I would try to make it simple. And basically what I said to this kid is, in those words that you just heard, but what we mean together is, regardless of your skill, physically step it up. Exert yourself to the point where you're beating him to the puck. Because skill's not involved in that. It's stamina, it's speed, it's strength. And that is where you're equal to him. So in life, you have to find that which helps you level that field. Change can be implemented and implied in so many different situations. Everything changes. We get older. We grow wiser. We go through things. We learn from them things, hopefully. We don't repeat the same mistakes, and and from that we grow. The purpose of life, what are we here for? Which is a big one for a lot of people. They don't know. For me, I'm here to serve God. That may turn you off that I just even said that. But what that means is that while I'm here, I want to help other people as much as I can. I'm going to do the best I can. What makes me worthy of that? What makes you worthy of that? We're all the same. It's just a mindset. That's all it is. I changed my mindset for really thinking about me, 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 and my my closed little circle to I really want to do something to help other people. And I don't know what I'm worthy of. I don't know what I'm capable of. I'm not an expert in anything. I don't have a I don't have a college degree in anything. I have a doctor that listens to this show. And you know what that doctor said to me? I want to talk to you about something that you said a long time ago. Now you gotta realize there's like what 47 episodes up now. There's a whole 150 to 160 episodes I took down from many, many years of podcasting. Because I wanted that fresh start with Bink and John, and uh, and uh, Bob in this new kind of uh, modern day three host type thing that I wanted to do with these guys. Just to get off of just me all the time. And with that, what she said to me is, 
what do you what are you making up excuses for that you're not qualified or you're not an expert in something? You're an expert in being Tony. You're an expert in being yourself. You've gone through things, you've made mistakes, you've learned from them, you're sharing them in the hopes that you can help other people. It's the same thing with you, folks. You're an expert in being you. And that's what we're, th- we're doing here is trying to help you accept that, understand that, don't degrade yourself, and know that you are capable of great things. You just got to believe in yourself. I do have a high level of confidence in anything I do. That doesn't mean there's a lack of fear. We take steps sometimes. It almost feels as if we're taking steps in darkness because we don't know what the future holds. We don't know what a change in behavior leads towards us. What are the results of that change in in behavior? Sometimes you don't know until you do it. But you do your research enough to you're like, you know, you kind of can guess what's going to go on. But see, you can't be in control of everything like I want to be. That's that type A lone wolf type of mindset that was cast a long time ago as a little kid. Being the only boy in the house. Being surrounded by the enemy. You got to fight for your space, baby. (laughs) You got to find devious ways to get into that bathroom before they get in there. (laughs) Individualism, believing in yourself, confidence, courage to make change in your life. And so as we go forward in life, as I go forward in life, it's never ending. There's always going to be change. I'm changing again. There's a penalty for being too sedentary. Suddenly your body starts reacting in a very bad way. High blood sugars and such. I got to change a little bit. That's good. I welcome that. I got to stay stable. I got to trust these new doctors that they know what they're doing and they have my best interest at heart. It's scary. But I'm learning that I got to surrender my control, mental control in that aspect and trust them. Give them a chance. Changing everything. Change in the show. Going from a solo act to bringing two guys on that I thought would be entertaining and knowledgeable. And I am absolutely correct on that. They're great. Known these people forever. Bink and Bob. I think they've added so much to the show. We're great friends and we laugh our butts off. A lot of the stuff doesn't make it to the show. We got to cut it out, but it's okay. The change has, has made the show better. And each show I wanted to implement in the show, people learn something. I want you to walk away from listening to this. It's not just a waste of your time. You're learning either about yourself or about something, whatever subject that we have found and you learn from that and you go on in life. And you, yeah, yeah, that's cool. Oh, yeah, I heard about that. I know about that. If there's something you want to hear more about, you send us a message, please. And, and we'll, we'll research it. We'll talk about it. This show serves one purpose, and that is to serve you. To give you a little bit of diversion in your life if it's too serious. If you just need a little mental break. If you need to laugh a little bit. If you need to think a little bit. 
if you need possibly someone to reinforce the thoughts that you're already having within and you're just not sure, wow, I mean, should I, should I act that way? Should I take the chance? Should I change this or change that? Change is not easy. But I, I encourage you to whatever you're contemplating about changing to research it first and think about why you want to change it. And then, you know, in that way, do your homework before you research. Sometimes you don't have to, a choice. You just got to change. For me, my doctors are retiring. Like they're just all, yeah, we're old now, Tony. Got to go. See you later, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but wait a minute. What about me? What about me? You got to get a younger doctor. 55, start looking for, start looking for a doctor in your, in your 30s. 30, 30, 35, right around there. And this way it'll ride, you know, you can ride them out. Hopefully they last a long time and, you know, you don't have to go through this again. That trust and change is tough, but you're guaranteed going to encounter that throughout your entire life. Um, and that's just all I wanted to talk to you about in regards to uh, today's show. It's just about change. And it was funny because just listening to these folks that I was talking to the other night, and trying to identify that one subject um, within the conversation. And it came up multiple times about different changes that we have to do in life. We talked about, wait, there's a change, a change in behavior. That's something I'm working on. And, and this is a constant battle. We I, got, I have the eating intensity of the 18-year-old myself. <laughs> well, I'm not as active as the 18-year-old myself. Right? So you got to change, dude. You got to curtail where things aren't going to change. And now you're getting older. Your metabolism slows down a little bit. It happens. Hey, guys, it happens to all of us. We look in the mirror. Here's the funny thing, right? Everybody out there, close your eyes for a second, but not if you're driving and doing something dangerous. In your head, if you picture yourself, I'm telling you, you're picturing the younger you. Or at least you're picturing in your head the picture of you, what you looked like maybe 10, 15 years ago. For me, that's how, that's how it is. I am perpetually and always going to be 23 to 25, right around that area. I was always like this. Do what I want to do and just go do things and experience life. And it has curtailed, but that drive has always been there. It's always going to be there. That will not change. That's one thing I can tell you if I have anything to do with it. That's not going to change is my zest for life. My desire to be passionate about everything I do and to live life to its fullest every single day. I hope that never changes. It's not going to change with me. I mean, anything can happen, right? And my bad news can, can knock that down easily. But I hope and pray that that drive within me, that fire to live and be passionate and to make a difference never dies out. Because that's what I live for. And again, what I hope for is one person out there listening to this. I get this. I get what this dude's talking about. And basically what it is, embrace the change that is going to happen in your life. Live your life each and every day passionately. Wake up and give thanks to whoever it is. It doesn't have to be the same God that I worship, my Christian God. Whoever you worship out there. I have people from all over the world that listen to us, that we're talking right now. You know, there's people in Russia right now that listen, in the Ukraine that are listening, in China, in Hong Kong. You name it, it's amazing. I was listening, looking yesterday at the statistics of the people around the world that listen to this show. First of all, I'm honored, and I want to thank you for being here and giving us the time. But I think about these different 
again, it's things that happened in my life where I would encounter people from another country and I'd, I'd talk to them purposely because I want to know them because our countries hate each other. But I want to know about you. Do you have human decency within you? And I would walk away from those conversations like, they're just like us. But the countries are different. The governments are different. I'm going to ask a favor of you to please inherently always think that another person is going to be kind. You know, kind of like let loose a little, let, let off a little bit with that edge, that, that hatred on your shoulders. Give people a chance. For you folks listening in the Ukraine right now, you're in my prayers, man. Every single one of you, every day. And the same as the people in Russia. You're in my prayers as well. Sometimes we don't get the whole stories. We don't really know what's happening. But I think people themselves are inherently kind. At least I pray they are. With that, I'm going to wrap it. Play some songs. Change. Everything changes. Nothing stays the same. Hopefully it changes for the better. If it changes for the worse... We still have an obligation to ourselves to look deep within it and try to find a silver lining. Because everything does indeed change, sometimes for the good, sometimes for the bad. But even in the bad, try to find the glad. It might take a very hard look to find it. And most importantly, if you find yourself and you're at a point where you're just down, man, and you need some help, Maybe ask God for help. It's worked for me. Or go to your higher power. Or talk to somebody. Thank you very much for listening. Hope this meant something to you. Uh, Say hello to us. Go to the Finding Subjects Facebook page. Kind of active there. You really want to get a good listening experience on this show. Uh, Because of the music that we play, we're licensed and hosted by Spotify officially now. Uh, So it's just uh, Spotify is my host, is our host, and they give us the uh, permission to play all the commercial music, which we love to play and we talk about often on a show with Bink and Bob and myself. So with that, have a fantastic day. If change is coming your way, embrace it. If it makes you uncomfortable, pray about it. Uh, But know that you're not alone in your change and in your journey through life. Uh, we are blessed with each and every day that we have to make a positive difference and do today better than we did yesterday. For Finding Subjects, I'm Tony. Man, thank you so much for being here. Really appreciate it. If you like the show, maybe share it with somebody. Go to uh, uh, Apple, iTunes, and give us a, a really good rating for some reason that really matters. Like You you get lost in a, in a haystack. You're the needle. and unless It's just weird. It's just clicks and... and reviews that matters to these algorithms it's everything but uh we're just a small fry in the fry basket amongst uh some really big players that are corporate backed with a lot of money and we are the independent people uh the small fries here so uh but we appreciate you and even if it's uh, a little bit of listeners we got around the world we're grateful for you and i thank you each and every day uh, for listening to us and taking the time. You want to hear something special on the show? Whatever feedback you got on the show, please let us know, man. Go to findingsubjects.com. We got the website over there, findingsubjects.com. Just go there and say hello. Leave a message, a little feedback, whatever, man. 
This is uh, designed by you. You got more control on this show than you could possibly imagine because we would take everything that you say uh, seriously and we would definitely consider uh, anything that you would like us to, uh, to do. Thank you uh, and have a great day and uh, be strong and courageous in your life for your adversary walks the earth. You know, seeking to bring you down. Have a great day. See you. Bye.